also pays like a barnburner.ca or twice daily podcast is entitled fired up now on iHeartRadio, also on 49 49 platforms welcome to another edition of no hold bar wrestling show the smackdown live recap for tuesday august 28th from the scotia bank arena in toronto with brad shepherd also cassidy of Bodyslam.net, and he was so good last night that I had to bring him back. We're talking about Steve, the owner of ringsidenews.com. All right, first, let's start off with Cassidy today. What did you think of SmackDown Live? Uh, I mean, it was kind of uneventful. Uh, other than Becky's little deal at the end, I, 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 it was kind of just lackluster to me. Well, they only had one good match, in my opinion. And that uh, was Andrade Cien Almas. And by the way, did you see? Did you see Selena Vega uh, wink to me and and show the you you guys? Did their camera show it oh, or not? Did the camera? Show I was going to ask if that was for you, man, because yeah, I know that you know it was for me. That, that's your girl, so yeah, that, that was for me. All right, Steve, what did you think? Um, I think the show is pretty forgettable, except for the end where Becky came out and just you know laid the smack down. You're just mad because you can't do a spinneroonie. That's why. All right, Brad, the <laughs> king of the spinneroonie. Brad taught Booker T how to do the spinneroonie. I don't even think Brad could eat spaghetti, let alone spinneroonie. What did you think, Brad? Yeah, I definitely cannot do a spinneroonie, uh, FYI. So I will not be doing one of those anytime soon, or I may not get up. Uh, but that aside, yeah, I thought SmackDown Live was a forgettable show. I, I like how Steve described it. Forgettable to me. You could watch it, not watch it. You didn't really miss anything. Okay, so here, being here at the arena, I'm, I'm going to tell you, Raw was packed, except they had a couple seats here and there. Maybe some people walked out because of what happened with Jason Sensation. SmackDown, there were rows, rows of empty. And uh, Brad, as you tweeted it out, uh, the top of uh, level 300 here where the media box is, was tapered off. They were telling people to move down also. Uh, considering Raw is the A show and SmackDown is the wrestling show, are you surprised with that? Let's start off with Steve. Um, not really. Like, like I, SmackDown's not really must-see. Like, nothing eventful ever happens. Like, at least until, like, they're hot when they first, you know, switched over live, but like most things, WWE kind of fades away after six months. All right, uh, Cassidy, same question. Uh, wait, what was the question again? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it, are you surprised that you know Raw's always sold out, SmackDown, which is a wrestling? Oh yeah, show, okay. Is you know yeah, no, not sold out. I wasn't I wasn't surprised at all. Uh, when I was at SmackDown in Greenville, uh, South Carolina, what two weeks ago, it was the same way. Like the entire balcony, the, the upper deck was pretty much taped off or tarped off uh, in Greenville, and the hard camera side was really the only side that had people in it. The other side was, I mean, you could see some of the pictures, Brad. You saw the picture of Randy Orton. I sent you how many <laughs> empty seats were in the back for that, and that was. You know, right after the, the last match, after the tapings, it was like that pretty much all night. But no, it doesn't surprise me. It's pretty much been like that. Like like Steve said, they were hot right when they switched over to live, and right there after the shakeup, then it just kind of everything kind of tapers off, and everybody loses interest. It seems. All right, now Brad, let me ask you: uh, We're building, or they're building, from Raw and SmackDown 
to the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Are you looking forward to uh, the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view? And, of course, they announced Hell in a Cell, inside Hell in a Cell, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton. And, by I got to say this. Randy Orton was, you know, he he's the, the Viper and all that. But then now they made him. He's nothing like the Viper. He's not aggressive. He's not going after the guy. What's happening with the legend killer? Uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's weird, whatever. Uh, but yeah, to me, the most interesting thing out of that was the uh, was the stipulation for Hell in a Cell and Jeff Hardy. And I, I just don't know if they want this guy to kill himself on TV or what. But um, that should certainly be an interesting match for that reason alone. All right, uh, let's go to Cassidy. What what do you think of Hell in a Cell? I, you know, I'm looking forward to the match. Like like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, uh, or was it, like I said last week, him, uh, Jeff Hardy being injured, like we thought, and just the stuff he did last week going through the table, and that was kind of a big spot. So now it's like, hey, let's make it even more, and let's put him in hell in a cell. But, you know, I'm kind of looking forward to the match. But I will say that, like I was talking to Brad about this, I was really disappointed with the way he uh, pronounced hell in a cell. I'm from North Carolina. Brad and I both are. So it's not hail in a sail. <laughs> but uh God, that was just bad. I was like, Oh man, come on, dude, but you know, whatever. All right, Steve. Um I think it'll be a good match as long as Jeff Hardy doesn't kill himself, you know, trying to jump off the cage or something like that. All right. So you know, it's that time of the show where we break news. All right. Where we break news. Uh first let's start off. Steve, do you have any breaking news here? Me? Do I have any breaking news? Yeah, do you have um, any breaking news? No, I don't have any breaking news. All right, Cassidy? Well, yeah, you came for, I, I put up some stuff early tonight that, uh, you know, you had, you had sent me some, some tidbits. Uh, we have, when I get up earlier, I got uh, the, the Miz, his situation in the locker room. We, we can touch on that. There was the WrestleManias. Uh, what else did you give me earlier that I wrote about? Um, <laughs> All right, well, take we'll it, Joe. You're better about that than me, man. I'm not in front of my computer, so I can't see it. Well, so. we'll touch on everything you just said, but first, Brad, who uh, usually is breaking news all the time. So, Brad, go ahead, tell everybody some breaking news. Well, I don't have any really real breaking news. Uh, Christian was backstage at SmackDown uh, Live. Huge news. You have huge news, all right? We talked about my girlfriend, Selena Vega, but got to talk about Ty Dillinger's girlfriend or Ty Dillinger. Come on, Brad. Break the news there. Peyton, and they are engaged. Yes, they are engaged. I don't know if you know, uh, if you guys have heard it or if you know it, Peyton Royce and Ty Dillinger, who's Canadian, by the way, eh? uh, basically are engaged. So congratulations there. Now, uh, I'm going to give a couple tidbits here. So sit back, guys. Relax. Trish Stratus backstage tonight did not appear. Also, contrary to what people have reported, uh, I'm not going to mention the websites or whatever. Santino Marella was backstage last night, was backstage tonight. With Jimmy Corderas and Caroline Sneed, Sneed came out and uh, addressed the crowd before SmackDown. They did that last night. Of course, they're going to be backstage. First of all, Jimmy Corderas is a former referee. Santino Morella, former Intercontinental Champion. It's no big deal. They have a TV show here in Canada called Aftermath. 
whoop-de-doo. And they and other websites or like you guys say, dirt sheets. Oh, this is breaking news. This is breaking news. Santino Marola put this way. I Santino is a great guy or whatever. But if this is breaking news, you know who was also at SmackDown? Guys, the New Day's pancakes were also at SmackDown. That's breaking news to some dirt sheet reporters. Breaking news, pancakes at SmackDown. Can you believe that? All right. Now, uh, like, I, like I said, Asuka is very, very small. Um, you know, she's very small. I was backstage and she, she's tiny also. You mentioned The Miz. Uh, the Miz, I was impressed because I've been doing this for a long time. He's become a locker room leader, uh, and and you know he's his you know I, I guess his promos are looking really great, and his wrestling are great. Look for big things in the next few months from the Miz. Also, I have heard also that KO Kevin Owens is going to take a little bit of time off, lose some weight. I hear. And from what I heard today also, we'll be teamed up with Paul Heyman. That's the, that's the situation that they're going to go. And like I stated yesterday in the No Holds Barred show, that uh, KO is going to come back leaner, meaner, and sort of like a Chris Benoit, wrestling, not talking. Let the talking to Paul Heyman. November 2nd. The WWE will be back in Saudi Arabia. Also, for the 1,000th SmackDown, which, by the way, happens October 16th, they are negotiating and very, very close with a Rock appearance. Of course, it's the Rock show. Lay the SmackDown, SmackDown, or whatever. It is the Rock show. Speaking about the Rock, they are negotiating not only for the October 16th show, but about possibly being at the Royal Rumble and being at WrestleMania, and from what I hear, the main event for the WrestleMania 35 in New York next year is penciled in if they get The Rock to be The Rock against Roman Reigns. Now, the last time we seen The Rock a couple years ago was at Royal Rumble uh, endorsing his cousin, Roman Reigns. Right, Brad? Yeah, that's right, and that uh, actually didn't turn out so well. It kind of reminds me of the uh, Becky Lynch uh, in Charlotte booking. The the opposite reaction happened. So you know that then if it's already been booked, you know that that match is going to happen. Are you excited, Cassidy, for The Rock and Roman Reigns to headline WrestleMania? Uh, I guess if anything is going to get me excited for Roman Reigns match, it might be The Rock's involvement. So. I mean, let's do it. Why not? All right, Steve, same question. Oh, man, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for anything The Rock does. Anything he does is, is gold to me. I grew up watching him. He was, you know, one of my favorite two, you know, Stone Cold and The Rock, their rivalry. So, um, yeah, I'd, I'd look forward to just seeing him back on TV, you know, just the build for it, the excitement, what he brings to the table. Like, he's just, he's good, like everything he does. So I'd be excited to see him just, take on anyone all right so uh, we're gonna um, close it out with a, a little bit of, of more news here um you know brad said this about a month ago wrestlemania it looks like wrestlemania 36 uh in 2020 will happen in minnesota the home of this past year's super bowl 
WrestleMania 37, this is where it gets sort of complicated. WrestleMania 37 in 2021 most likely will go to Toronto or L.A. Don't forget, L.A. has a new stadium that fits for wrestling fans, 90 to 100,000 fans. If Toronto does not get that WrestleMania, look for them to get the Royal Rumble that year. And then uh, possibly in WrestleMania 38, Toronto and Atlanta are speculated for WrestleMania. And as I mentioned, I don't know if anybody had reported this, you know, uh, SummerSlam coming to Toronto August 10th for NXT, August 11th SummerSlam, August 12th Raw, August 13th uh, SmackDown. But they will have a fan festival, sort of a fan access from what I hear, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, at the Metro Toronto Convention Center. If it goes well, they are going to take that as a, sort of a stepping stone to get WrestleMania. And by the way, I have confirmed it today. WrestleMania, if it does come, WrestleMania will happen at the Rogers Center. And uh, also, the Hall of Fame will happen at the uh, Scotiabank Arena. And there's talk. There is talk Today, there was talk of having maybe NXT TakeOver when they get WrestleMania to be at the Rogers Center also. And here, I did not tell you these, this, these guys here. Um, WrestleMania or, you know, is the biggest show of the year. But there's some talk already being put in place. May happen in a year, two years or whatever for really an NXT TakeOver and sort of an invasion between NXT and WWE. What are your thoughts? Let's go with uh, Steve on that one first. Um, that might be tough to book. They already have a hard enough time, you know, booking Raw versus SmackDown, but it'd be interesting to see how they book NXT versus WWE and which, you know, rosters and who would be involved. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. A lot could change, too. A lot of people get called up between now and then. So it'd be interesting to see who's in, next, who's in NXT at that time and who's on the main roster because you might get some good matches. You might, you know, it, it's all, it all depends on what's going on, you know, in that point of time. All right. And uh, one final thing uh, before we close this uh, edition out. Uh, Naomi, who lost to both Peyton Royce and Billy Kay over the last two weeks, most likely will have a tag team partner. And uh, speculation is either it's going to be Asuka, somebody coming over for NXT to tag team up for the next couple weeks with Naomi. Uh, let's start off with Brad. Who would you like to see team up with Naomi? Our uh, truth <laughs> <laughs> All right, our truth. Okay, that's good. All right, uh, let's go with Cassidy. Yeah, I didn't have a better or funnier answer than that, so I'm <laughs> I'm doubling down on our truth. All right, Steve. They should just bring Cameron back. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I couldn't remember her name. Man. What about you know? Come on, everybody. Everybody knows him from Impact Wrestling or whatever. Who, who was part of the Funk of Dactyls. So, uh, but let's let's close it out with this. Steve, tell everybody how they could get a hold of you. Um, well, we're on 
we're on uh, social media platforms. If you just search for Ringside News, we'll pop up all the time. So, you know, that's Snapchat, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, um, Pinterest. I think I got most of them. All right. That's ringsidenews.com. Check it out. One of the best wrestling websites for wrestling news, period. Steve, it's been a pleasure these two days to have you on the show. Again, ringsidenews.com. Cassidy, uh, tell everybody how they could get a hold of you. Yeah, you can always uh, you can always find me. Uh, I, I run and uh, own uh, bodyslam.net, so you can find all my work there. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at bodyslam.net. Uh, write it out, bodyslam.net. Uh, you can find me on my personal Twitter at Casshole with three O's, C-A-S-S-H-O-O-O-L-E. And, uh, you know, I'm around, man. You guys can find me. If you yell loud enough, there's not a lot of Cassidy. I'll probably hear you and come find you. Again, Bodyslam.net, one of a, a very good website as well. And uh, Brad Shepard, tell everybody how they could get a hold of you. And, Brad, before that, maybe you want to give an update on the Jason Sensation situation from last night. Yeah, sure. So he was actually found by police. They went to his house where he was all along. Uh, They took him to the hospital for a mental health evaluation. Uh, He was eventually released and then uh, gave a a brief statement on Twitter, uh, essentially apologizing for, you know, his tweet. And that's the update. So. Follow me on Twitter at the Brad Shepherd S H E P A R D. Email me at Brad at barnburner.ca. And of course, Joe, follow all of my work on barnburner.ca. All right. Finally, I'm going to ask all three of you, you know, my girlfriend, Selena Vega, but if you had a choice, because I, I was actually uh, texted this by a, a good friend of mine. If you had a choice between Selena Vega or Mandy Rose, where would you go? Start with Brad. I know Brad will take Baron Corbin, but go ahead. I would go in the other direction, and I'm just going to leave it at that. All right. Uh, what about what about Cassidy? Uh, I, you know, I'm probably going to have to go Mandy Rose just because, like, I think I'd be less intimidated by her. You know, I feel like <laughs> Zelina Vega would probably yell at me a lot more, and uh, I think I can deal with high. Well, well, that, that's motivation. What about Steve? I'd probably go with Selena Vega. Just um, cause. All right. Uh, you've been listening to another edition of No Holds Barred Wrestling Show, the SmackDown recap with Brad Shepard, Cassidy of BodySlam.net, and also Steve of RingsideNews.com. Check it out. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, everyone, for listening.